The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're almost at the middle of the month and Christmas is only 10 days away. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, December 15th, 2022, Thursday of the third week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Maria Crocifisa de Rosa, born in 1813 at Brescia, Italy. She left school at the age of 17 to manage her widowed father's household. She was attracted to the convent. She took care of the spiritual needs of young girls working in her father's mills, and she volunteered to work in the Brescia Hospital during the 1836 cholera epidemic. Later, she founded a home for girls and a school for deaf-mutes. In 1840, her spiritual director made her superior of a group of religious who cared for the sick. It was called the Handmaids of Charity of Brescia. St. Maria Crocefisa de Rosa died at Brescia in 1856. St. Maria, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas, and we're all probably going to be attending, or have already begun to attend, Christmas parties. Christmas parties, the world over, are probably quite similar with you know, carols, music, singing, at least in in some parts of the world, we drink eggnog, we wear Christmas sweaters. There's a whole tradition, at least in the U.S., of more recently of wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, The 12 Days of Christmas, gingerbread houses. It's a great time all around. And usually in these situations, at these Christmas parties, we'll come across people we've never met before. And when we meet someone new, we try to situate them. 
and we try to f- get to know them, even if it's just briefly. And there's normally, in any conversation like that, a series of basic questions that help us to frame their identity, who they are, and to form points of connection. And the classic kind of icebreaker questions might be, uh, where are you from? Well, what do you do? How old are you? Uh, what's your family like? Are you married? Um, you know, where do your kids go to school, etc., etc. All of these questions are meant to kind of narrow, narrow down uh, an identity that we can, we, can, we can see in this person. And in Advent, you know, there are several strong identities. There are several strong, we could say, protagonists of this liturgical season. And one of them is John the Baptist. I'd venture to say that really the main characters in the Advent liturgy are Isaiah, John the Baptist, and Our Lady. These three, we could also include St. Joseph with Our Lady, or these four, they're like our guides for traversing this journey of Advent towards Christmas. And today's gospel is about John the Baptist, and it's all about identity. In fact, it's the second half of, of a scene from, from Luke chapter 7, where we're kind of asking two big questions, right? Who is the Christ, and who is the Elijah? And in the second half, which is what we're reading today, we're focusing on that second question. Who is Elijah? Who is this John the Baptist figure? When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to talk to the people about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swaying in the breeze? No? Then what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? Oh no. Those who go in for fine clothes and live luxuriously are to be found at court. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than a prophet. He is the one of whom scripture says, See, I am going to send my messenger before you. He will prepare the way before you. I tell you, of all the children born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. So, in this gospel passage, we see you, Jesus, in a sense, asking questions about the identity of John. And you're inviting us to try to kind of narrow in on who John is, just as we might ask questions at a party to narrow in on someone's identity. Lord, it's clear that you really want us to understand your cousin, John the Baptist. He's a very important figure in all of the Gospels. And so you basically, you lead us through this list of questions like we might do 
and an icebreaker. Questions that situate us. This first one, did you go into the wilderness to see a reed shaken by the wind? In other words, have you gone out to see someone who could be influenced very easily, just like a reed that, swung, that swayed back and forth, that's easily impressionable? Well, obviously, John was not that way at all. John, we could say, was, was someone very strong in his opinion, who stood his ground. He fought hard. He resisted King Herod and his influence, and for that reason, he was in jail. The second question, did you go out to see one who lived in luxury? Well, no. John was famous for living in the desert with nothing. And he was eating locusts and wild honey and wearing camel skin. And so or you're asking these questions and, and we're, we're, we're ruling out possibilities. And that's when you narrow in on his identity. You went to see a prophet. And it's as if to say, Lord, you say, if that's the case, let me tell you, John is more than just a prophet. He is the prophesied messenger of the Old Testament. And Jesus, you allude here to a very important prophecy from the book of Malachi. Malachi had prophesied that one day, Elijah would return. Elijah would come before the great and terrible day of the Lord, before the coming of the Lord. And at the end of Malachi, it also says that God is going to send his messenger to prepare his way. And so the identity of John the Baptist becomes more and more clear. Jesus identifies John as the messenger who would prepare the way for the coming of the Lord himself. Now, that's very interesting for us, because I think a lot of times we assume when we hear that, that he's just talking about the coming of the Messiah. But if you go back to that book of Malachi, it doesn't say anything about the coming of the Messiah. It says the coming of the Lord, the coming of Yahweh, of God himself, the coming of the God of Israel on the day of judgment. So Jesus, it seems that what you're saying here with these series of questions is that John is more than a, just a prophet. He's the one who heralds the coming of God himself, the coming of the, of the Lord himself. He announces the incarnation. And that's why, Jesus, you can say that among those born of women, no one is greater than John the Baptist. Now, again, when we hear that, we, especially we Catholics, we can get tripped up thinking, well, isn't Mary the greatest human who ever lived? How do you reconcile that with what Jesus says here? We have to look at the context, because obviously, Lord, you don't mean that John the Baptist is greater than Mary, because the context that you're speaking about is the old covenant prophecies of the old covenant people, the people of Israel. So John isn't being put above Mary, but he is being singled out in this context as the greatest man who ever lived in the Old Testament period, as the greatest of all the prophets, because he is heralding the coming of the Lord himself. 
that's the identity of John. That's what our series of questions leads us to conclude. John is great because he ushers in the Lord. He announces the incarnation. He is the one who can point to Jesus and say, Behold the Lamb of God. He announces the Lord to his people. He's not fickle like a reed in the wind. He's not prone to luxury and selfishness, but lives only for the Lord to prepare the way for the Son of God. And that's why he is great. This is our identity too. We are called in Advent to prepare the way of the Lord with our prayer and with our apostolate. And we can ask Our Lady, especially, that she might teach us how to do this. We can be great in the kingdom of heaven. It's all a matter of being close to Christ as John is and as Our Lady is. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the beginning of a new day, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let Let us us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea It belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. 
So So I I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Look on us, Lord, and and see how we are despised. And yet, you have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? 
Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life, and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments, so that in your new covenant we may be witnesses and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are are eternal. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, You are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening It withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our Our years wither away like grass, but but you, Lord God, are are eternal. Hear the word of the Lord, all you nations. Proclaim it to the ends of the earth. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. In those days, the Spirit from on high will be poured out on us. Then will the desert become an orchard, and the orchard be regarded as a forest. Right will dwell in the desert, and justice abide in the orchard. Justice will bring about peace. Right will produce calm and security. My people will live in peaceful country, in secure dwellings and quiet resting places. Happy are you who sow beside every stream, and let the ox and the ass go freely. Woe, O destroyer, never destroyed, O traitor, never betrayed. When you finish destroying, you will be destroyed, and when wearied with betraying, you will be betrayed. O Lord, have pity on us, for you we wait. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of trouble. At the roaring sound, Peoples flee. When you rise in your majesty, nations are scattered. Men gather spoil as caterpillars are gathered up. They rush upon us like the onrush of locusts. The Lord is exalted, enthroned on high. He fills Zion with right and justice. That which makes her seasons lasting, the riches that save her, are wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is her treasure. My people will be enthroned amidst the beauty of peace and in the tents of security. And peace will be the fruit of justice. My peace I give you. Do not let your hearts be disturbed or terrified. And peace will be the fruit of justice. From the Dogmatic Constitution on Divine Revelation of the Second Vatican Council. God, who through the Word creates all things and keeps them in being, provides men with unfailing testimony to Himself in creation, with the intention of opening up the way of salvation from above. He also revealed Himself to our first parents from the very beginning. After their fall, He lifted them up to hope for salvation by the promise of redemption, and watched over mankind with unceasing care in order that he might give eternal life to all who in persevering in good works seek out salvation. In his own good time, God called Abraham to make of him a mighty nation. After the patriarchs, he taught this nation through Moses and the prophets to acknowledge himself alone as the living and true God, a provident father and just judge, and to look forward to the promised Savior. So, through the ages, he prepared a way for the gospel. 
after speaking at various times and in different ways throughout the prophets, God has finally spoken to us in these days through the Son. He sent His Son, the Eternal Word, who enlightens all men, to dwell among men and make known to them the innermost things of God. Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, sent as a man to men, speaks the words of God and brings to perfection the saving work that the Father gave him to do. To see him is to see the Father also. By his whole presence and self-revelation, by words and actions, by signs and miracles, especially by his death and glorious resurrection from the dead, and finally, by sending the Spirit of truth, he completes revelation and brings it to perfection, sealing by divine testimony its message that God is with us to free us from the darkness of sin and death and to raise us up to eternal life. The Christian dispensation, because it is the new and definitive covenant, will never pass away, and no new public revelation is any longer to be looked for before the manifestation in glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Your eyes shall look upon your teacher. Your Your ears shall hear the admonition, This is the path, follow it. The Lord your God will raise up a prophet from among your tribe and from among your brothers. Your ears shall hear the admonition. This is the path. Follow it. Let us pray. Unworthy servants that we are, O Lord, grieved by the guilt of our deeds, we pray that you may gladden us by the saving advent of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's all straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, The Lord says, let me set you straight about John the Baptist. It's from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When the messengers of John had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to behold? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are gorgeously appareled and live in luxury are in king's courts. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, who shall prepare thy way before thee. I tell you, Among those born of women, none is greater than John. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. 
When they heard this, all the people and the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the purpose of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's talk about mortification. It often gets a bad rap because, I admit it, the word just sounds negative. But there is more to mortification than giving things up and avoiding things. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. That purification of the soul through interior mortification is not something merely negative. It is not just a matter of avoiding what borders on sin. Quite the opposite, it consists of knowing how to deprive oneself, for love of God, of things that would be quite licit to have. This mortification, which tends to purify the mind of everything that is not God, aims in the first place at freeing the memory from recollections that would oppose the way that leads to heaven. Those recollections can assault us during our work or our rest, and even while we are praying. Without violence, but promptly, we will apply the means to get rid of them. We will struggle to make the effort which is necessary for our mind to fill itself once more with love and a longing for the things of God. Something similar can happen in the imagination. It can often upset us by inventing all kinds of novels weaving fantastic fictions which are quite useless. Get rid of those useless thoughts which at best are but a waste of time. Then as well we have to react quickly and return serenely to our ordinary task. In any case, interior purification does not end with emptying the understanding of useless thoughts. It goes much further. The mortification of our potencies opens up to us the way to contemplative life in whatever circumstances God has wanted to place us. With that, interior silence towards everything that goes against God's wishes and is improper to his children, the soul finds itself well disposed for a continuous and intimate dialogue with Jesus Christ. In this dialogue, our imagination helps contemplation. For example, when we contemplate the gospel or the mysteries of the Holy Rosary, it is then that our memory recalls the wonders God has done for us and his abundant goodness. And this will cause our hearts to burn with gratitude and ardent love. The Advent Liturgy repeats the urgent message many times. The Lord is coming and we have to prepare a broad path for him. A clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, O God, we beg him. Today in our prayer, we make specific resolutions to empty our hearts of anything displeasing to God. We make the resolution to purify our hearts through mortification and to fill them with love of God while constantly showing our affection for our Lord. We do this in the same way as Our Lady and St. Joseph did by saying aspirations and making spiritual communions, and in making many acts of love and atonement. 
Many other souls can benefit from the effort we make to prepare a worthy dwelling place for our Lord. We can say to many of those who walk along the same paths as we do, what is so simply expressed in that old folk rhyme, I know of a smooth path by which we can reach God, holding tight Our Lady's hand. We ask her to let us walk throughout our lives, as St. Paul asked the first Christians at Ephesus to do, to walk in love. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's join the whole church in prayer again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. 
In the register of peoples, he writes, These are her children, and while they dance, they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, the, Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd he feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. Who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea? and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has held a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in a scale, and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord, or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment? or showed him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket, as dust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God, Bow down before his holy mountain. Give praise to the Lord our God. God. Bow down before his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. 
Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He, the Lord, is holy. Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord, and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law, which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously and in an even greater way restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. Give Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above. Like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down. Let the earth open and salvation bud forth. Let justice also spring up. I, the Lord, have created this. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light light will will come, Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will dawn on you in radiant radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Arise, arise, Lord, show us your power and might. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Arise, arise, Lord, show us your power and might. Christ is the wisdom and power of God, and his delight is to be with the children of men. With confidence let us pray. Draw near to us, Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, you have called us to your glorious kingdom. Make us walk worthily, pleasing God in all we do. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. You who stand unknown among us, reveal yourself to men and women. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. You are nearer to us than we to ourselves. Strengthen our faith and our hope of salvation. Draw Draw near to us, Lord. You are the source of holiness. Keep us holy and without sin, now and until the day of your coming. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, our sins bring us unhappiness. Hear our prayer for courage and strength. May the coming of your Son bring us the joy of salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. We prepare for Christ's coming in the stable at Bethlehem, for his second coming, and for his coming into our hearts. Keep working on getting ready. Morning Air is up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.